Five minutes left. Five minutes left. Three minutes left, three minutes left. Forty five seconds left. Forty five seconds left. Yes, 
Cynthia, come to the front. Cynthia Hernandez, come to the front. Now. Cynthia, now. 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 You have 15 seconds. 15. 12. I don't know how to count. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 3, 2, 1. Everybody bring it back into the, into the sanctuary, por favor. Please and thank you. How many of you guys had fun in your breakout groups? I know I did. I had a very, very um, clammy time. I had to hold hands with our rule. Everyone, what's our rule? We were holding hands. They're pretty sticky. Don't hold his hands if you don't want cooties, okay? I gotta wash this mic. I gotta disinfect everything. Ah, <laughs> oh, Raul, 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 Raul. Okay, guys, if I give, okay, we, we do enough sitting at school, so I need you guys to stand up for me, please. Everybody stand up. Everybody come come to the front. front first, first two rows, first two rows. First two rows. Look at Ashley's alone. Never. Where's Ulysses? Why is she alone? First two rows. So that means Carlos, Joby, Oscar. Where's Oscar, actually? I think Raul. Guys, your, your boo's alone. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Elevate, guys, where we meet every sat every Saturday. I wish. We meet every Friday at 7, no, at 7 p.m. So if you can't get here at 7, be here at 6.30, all right? Now we got cool prizes and this cool animation. How many of you guys like video games? I love video games. Give it up for the wonderful Jason for doing this. This is pretty cool. So we got these prizes up in the youth group. So you bring one visitor and you get a candy for both of you. So, you know, a box or whatever for you and them. And then you bring the most friends on an e-night and you get a $25 gift card to the hip. How many guys like shopping? Oh yeah, you guys can't deny. How many guys like money? Yes, I like money. So bring your friends, bring them out, bring as many as you can to get those prizes and candy. Now here at um, Elevate, we have a vision. It's called loving God and loving people, right? We gotta love God, we gotta love people with our whole heart, okay? We gotta do it, if we love God, we're gonna sure enough love people. You know, I love, I love Jesus and I love people so much. Now the way that we um, accomplish that and show you how to do that is through our, um, our strategy. It's called our discipleship strategy. You guys hear that enough. It's through connect. And the way that we connect you is through obviously come in the youth group, but we also want to connect you through our life groups. Okay. Um, and then second, we introduce this thing called 101, right? It's called mentorship. Uh, mentorship. So we want to mentor you. We want to do sit on one on one with you. We want to get to know you. We want to get into your lives, and we want to show you how to love people and love God, right? And then after we do that, we want to send you out to do the same thing. Once we do that, we're gonna reach this awesome goal, right? This awesome goal of a hundred thousand disciples. If you believe that can happen, say amen. And if we're going to build 50,000 or 50 churches, I wish 50,000, 50 churches in Chicago and 500 worldwide. If you believe we can do that too, say amen. Amen. 
Now we're going to do some of my favorite, favorite parts. This is scary. This song is kind of scary. We're going to do tithes and offerings. I know. It's like, dun, 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 dun. tithes and offerings. How many of you guys, uh, we talk about this every week. What's a tithe? Oh, I don't need to quiz any of you. You guys are so good. And an offering is a perfect tithe. 10% of your total income. Example, 10% of 100 is $10. And an offering, anything else pre presented after you have given the tithe. Example, you've given an extra $10. All right? So you get 10 bucks. You give $1. If you get this tithe, you give the $9. That's your offering. Now, here's an example. $10. What is going on? $7. Okay, the sample seven. No, the sample is eight dollars. Uh, okay, what's what's the ten percent of seven seven fifty seven fifty? What's ten percent of seven fifty? <laughs> Divide that. What's going on? What is ten percent of seven fifty? <laughs> Seventy-five cents. Yeah. Thank you, computer. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh let's do this together. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on all that jazz. Um, maybe we have in with Snapchat. That's a secret. You guys can try to find us on there. But we're going to close our eyes. We're going to bow our heads, and we're going to pray for the, t for the sermon. We're going to pray for Elevate, and we're going to pray for our tithes. Uh, Lord God, I just thank you, God, for what you're doing in this youth group. I thank you, God, for what you're doing in these students. Lord God, I pray, God, that as they bring forth their offering or their tithe, Lord God, that you would just... Um, continue to just give them that heart of, of just being cheerful, of being generous, Lord God. So I pray that they, you would bless them, God, whether it be financially or whether it be just with um, any of your gifts, Lord God, with wisdom, anything like that, Lord God. So I pray that you would just be with them throughout this week. I pray for this message that you would bring forth your word and the, that these students um, would just hear you um, whole, holy, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's the bucket. Drop it like it's hot. Elevate, elevate, awesome, awesome. All right, guys, we have an awesome treat for you guys, an awesome, 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 awesome treat, all right? Everybody, please give it up for the one, the only, Ashley Ressler. Woo, woo, woo. She's going to be preaching tonight. She has a word straight from heaven. All right, guys, give it up for her one more time, one more time, one more time. That's what I'm talking about. Hi everyone. Seriously? Hi! Alright, so let's start by praying a little bit because we should pray with no receipts in, right? So let's bow our heads. 
Thank you, Lord, for this time, and I just pray for open hearts and receiving from you, Lord, and lives that just open up to you and really have your word soak into them, Lord, and let it not just be a normal night, Lord. Let it be one in your name. Amen. All right, everyone. So my name is Ashley, if I've never met you before. Um, I want to share some things with you. Um, starting off with my testimony a little bit. So, <coughs> my testimony is kind of long, and I don't have one that is very, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I did drugs. Oh, I was in a gang. It was crazy, man. No, mine was crazy in a different way. So, what I want to share to you today is about how God's love, the love of the Father, transformed my life. So, amen, right? So, I was born into a family with two brothers, a mom and a father. Um, sadly, um, I was not an expected child. My parents were on the verge of divorce when I was born. So they were already kind of going down that hole of we don't love each other anymore. So when I was six years old, my parents finally decided, well, we're not going to be together anymore. And the weird part, too, is I never saw my parents hug. I never saw them kiss. And... It was just really strange. So my dad moved out and kind of like took everything from us. My mom hadn't worked in 17 years. So my mom had no job and she had three kids in a house. So he was very selfish and decided to take all the money with him and never paid child support. So for four years, we bounced around to dad's house. But when I was 10, he completely disappeared. No goodbye, no anything. And as a child, you're wondering, what did I do wrong? Well, my father decided to enter into two new relationships, one with a woman and one with drugs. And he chose that over his children. And for 13 years, we wondered where dad was. And when I was 23 years old, I got to see him again. And it was when uh, his brother, who was like my father, passed away. And it was a very, very hard time in my life because... I was just starting to kind of go to church, um, and I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Why are all these people quiet? Why are they raising their hands? And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll maybe I'll do this. And then I go to this funeral, and then I see this man with my face. And it was the weirdest moment because I had started to forget what my father looked like. And I confronted him, and I'm like, how come you never called? How come you never wanted to see us? You were never ready. How can a 10-year-old be ready? That's my question to you guys, right? How can a grown man say your child is not ready, right? I was always ready. I was always accepting. But I always had that longing in my heart. I want my father. I want to be embraced by my father. I want my father's Love. I'm supposed to be daddy's little girl, right? He's supposed to buy me tutus. He's supposed to take me to dance lessons. We're supposed to have father-daughter dance at my wedding. That's not going to be in my future, right? But is that what's going to bring me down and make me sad? No, because I have the greatest dad in the world. And who's my dad? My dad is God, right? And that is what is most important to me. And that is what I will always hold on to. The depression, the sadness I had, 
All I needed was to, God, was to have God enter into my heart and transform my life with his love. And what I learned on this journey are these few things that I want to share with you tonight. Why did I get saved that day after seeing my dad and realizing that my earthly father is not my true father, right? Why is God my one true father and why did his love transform my life? So I have a few points for you. One thing is that God's love for us never changes. It only transforms us, right? We do not earn our love, right? From our fathers, you know, get good grades, do this, play soccer. That was my thing. <laughs> play soccer, I'll love you. Do this and I will love you. Well, God says, I love you, right? He does not say, do these things for me. And then I will give you my love. God loves first, right? And that is what we need to accept into our hearts is that love that is unconditional, right? How much does God love us? Well, God loved us so much he sent his one and only son to die for us, right? God so loved the world he sent his one and only son. My father so loved himself he gave up his only children, right? So what does this look like, this love that redeems us? It's because he just wants to see us succeed so much. Seeing you, seeing what you do in his name makes him proud, right? It's all about that moment where he first love us, loved us, right? The reason why we have this problem with this love transforming our hearts is that we have a societal issue of what love is, right? To us, love means you give something, you get something. And because you don't give, you don't get. And we do that all the time to each other. Well, you walked in, you didn't smile at me. Well, I don't love you. Oh, I think I love you, but I'm not sure. Oh, um, I love you, but I don't like you. Have you heard any of those things before? Um, okay, teenagers. Okay, I think we all know that. Um, oh, I like him so much, um, but I don't love him. Uh, what, what's he going to do to let me love him? Um, but no, no, that's not how it works. Um, We've got to stop putting that on God, right? God is not who we create. God created us, right? We worship the creator, not the creation. So having God's love be consistent in our lives, that is what changes our hearts, right? God stays there, and we are the ones who move away from him. We are the ones who do not allow him to change our hearts. We are the ones that have a problem. God doesn't turn away from us and say, I don't love you today. It's us that turn around and say, I don't love you today, God. How do we show that love to God? What are we doing to glorify him and show him that love back that he so much gives to us, right? That he just pours out on us that we aren't ready for, right? We're not ready to receive that. And there are so many things that we have to do to accept that and be ready for that, right? So we need to know that when we mess up, I'm telling you this, if you sin, it's not, I'm going to turn away from God and run away. 
No, I'm going to press in and have him continually transform me and change me because that is the one thing that will change us, guys. Can we hear that? Can I get an amen from somebody out there? Are you awake, y'all? Come on. God's love transforms us and is the only thing that can change us, right? Your friend down the street can't change you. I can't change you. Nobody here can change you, but God can change you with his love that he pours out, right? John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God gave something up precious so that we can be saved. Jesus comes to save, not condemn, guys. Don't think God has a condemnation spirit, right? He's coming to love us and show us that love. And if you guys can go to Romans 5, 8. I know Stephanie brought this before, but I want you guys to look at it again. Pull out those Bibles, those phones. Come on, guys. Let me know. Someone shout out when you're there. Let me know you're there. I'll just keep chatting to you until you get there. Romans 5, 8. Ooh, someone's there. Oh, you're there. We got it. So when we were sinners, Christ died for us, right? While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now, can someone shout out what we did to earn that? Nothing, right? We didn't do anything to earn that. So why do you think you need to do something to earn that love from God? When it is written in here, written, right? So just let that, accept that transformative love that doesn't change, right? Beginning and the end, God will always be the same. It's you that changes, and you got to check yourself and check your heart every moment and make sure that you accept him to transform your heart, all right? Now, <coughs> how does his love continually transform our hearts with this consistency is that his unconditional love changes our hearts of stone into hearts of flesh. And when we are touched by that unconditional love, it is so overwhelming. But the thing is, some people may not receive it because this is my other point. You need to receive that love that God has for you. You know, many people want to talk about depression. They want to talk about these issues. Well, I'm depressed. That's my thing. I have depression. So stop talking to me about it. Okay? I can be depressed. It's okay. It's my label. It's what I'm identified as. I don't know about you all, but I want to be identified as a child of God, not someone who's depressed sitting in their room all day. So that's where we get. We want to say no one loves me. We want to say no one wants to talk to me. They want to say nobody can give me the love that I need. Who can give us the love that we need, everyone? Oh, wow. All right, one more time. Who gives us the love we need? Thank you. Let's be excited, right? So when we do this, when we say nobody loves me, I'm depressed, we're being very selfish because do you know what we want? We want attention. We want people to be like, oh, well, I love you. I love you. I accept you. But what do we do? We're trying to earn someone's love again. Here we go again. Oh, my goodness, that cycle. We're trying to earn this love once again. 
But what we need to do is we just need to receive it and let it soak into our hearts and let it transform us, right? Let it change us from those weary people who just sit in the corner and like wear a lot of black makeup and like pick at ourselves. I don't know what people do when they're sad anymore. Um, I remember what I did when I was sad and it was dumb. So don't do those things. Um, but it was all a lot of we don't want it. We don't want to have it come into us. We want to be self-centered when we need to be Christ-centered, right? So allow yourself to be loved, guys. You know, I think that's the biggest thing with you guys. I see teenagers every day. Miss Dressler, they loved me, but they don't love me anymore. Um, I don't think anybody can love me. My, my father doesn't love me. He doesn't tell me that at all. Guys, I go through all the time. My mom doesn't tell me she loves me every day, but I love her so much right? Because God loves me, so I'm going to share that love with her. So should I not love anybody because my mom does that to me? No, we should just let that go on, right? So also don't rely on it being an emotion, right? Well, I don't feel like I love you today. I don't feel like receiving your love. Someone goes, you know, people walk in here all the time like, hey, what's up? I love you. No, I don't want that. Don't give that to me, please. I don't want your love today. Take that back. Put that, put that somewhere. No, take it. Take it, take it, take it. Accept it, receive it. Receive. You know, everybody you hear, I receive. Okay, receive. Take. Accept the gift. Accept the free gift. You don't have to earn my love. I love you no matter what, guys. So even if I haven't met you, I love you. So one thing that we have to think about is receiving this love that God has for us. What do we have to give up in exchange? Well, think ab don't think about all the things you have to give. Think about all the things that you receive, right? Um, Matthew 16, 26. Uh, what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? I don't know about you, but I want to be with Jesus in the end, and I want him to own my soul, right? What were some of the things that Stephanie was saying up here? I am yours right? I am yours. And part of that is receiving that love, that love that is not really an emotion, right? It's just that acceptance and letting it overwhelm you and rush over you and really pierce your heart and change your heart. Do you guys want your hearts changed today? Do you want to have the same broken heart every day? Do you want to live in that cycle where all you do is you give your children broken hearts, you give your friends broken hearts, but it's okay because you guys are broken together. That's a song on Caleb that I really don't like. Um, so don't be broken together. Be mended in his love, right? His love that can change you. You're not changing that person, you know, your little depressed friend in the corner, just like, hey, guys, we're going to be friends, and you're going to receive so much love. No, you're wrong. Jesus is going to love them, and you're going to love Jesus together, okay? So accept that. You know, I'm tired of having to tell people you have a receiving problem. Receive, accept, and love, all right? And then when we receive that love and we accept that love, we need to live in his love, all right? So I want you guys to look at Matthew 22. 36 through 40. Matthew 22, 36 through 40. 
Anyone know where that's from? Boom. Okay. So, let's look at this. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So we've kind of worked through receiving this love, getting this love in our hearts, but then how do we live in this love? Because we are transformed now, right? God has changed our hearts. God has given us a new life, a new heart. We're so full of love, but we keep it to ourselves. So we want to be selfish with the love that God so selflessly gave us. No, what we need to do is we need to pour it out and share it with others. How do we pour out that love and how do we get other people to accept that transformative love that God has given us? We go out and we preach his word, right? We share with others just so much, right? All that God is doing in my life. If I'm so excited, oh my goodness, this is so great. I want to share it with you. Just as excited as you get about that brand new video game or that dumb Drake song, you should be like, Jesus is awesome. I know when the hotline bling, I know where you're going to go when you die today. Uh, How about we end up in heaven together doing some crazy dance move while you guys are just trying to figure things out. No, let's end up in the right place and share that love, okay? Now, What does love look like? Love looks like me being like, hey, you're awesome. I love you. Why don't we go out to eat? Not like, can you believe the shoes she wore today? Did you see her eyebrows? Did you see his busted beanie on his head? Is that loving people? That sounds like being a hater. I know Julian has a hat that says he loves haters, so talk to him about that. Because he's sharing that love, right? He's showing them that no matter what you do, I love you. If Jesus came to save and not condemn, why are we judging and condemning others, right? We need to just really have this and live this out. Live out this life that God has so given us, this beautiful new life, this new creation that we are. Why aren't we sharing that? Why aren't we talking about it? Loving people is caring about what they say, caring about them as a person, and really just accepting them into your world and forgiving them. How many times do we forgive our neighbor? Is it two times? Three times? Who knows knows the numbers that they say? 77. What's 77 times seven times, right? Uh, do, oh, I just do it seven times. No, you do it multiple times, right? So love your neighbor as you love yourself no matter what they do. But also, you guys got to love yourself too. And not crazy, conceited love like, I'm so beautiful. No, you got to understand that you're transformed in him and you are new, right? Your life is different and it has changed. Right? So I want you guys all to stand up for me today. So what I want to summarize with you guys for this 
couple minutes is that God's love is limitless and uncontainable. I stand here today because God loved me so much that he transformed my heart. There's so many different places I could be tonight, but tonight I am here because of God's love. You guys are here because of God's love because you've gotten a taste. You've gotten a little sip of what this love can do to you. And what you want to do is you want that to continually change your heart, right? Don't use this little thing that you're going through, whatever may be happening to you. Don't let that be just something that that just keeps you away. Let it be the thing that helps you grow. Never think I have this big hindrance in my life that I can't grow from. Let it be the little seed planted in your heart that God will water and change. You know, just because your earthly father sucked doesn't mean your heavenly father does. And just because they left doesn't mean you have to become them. You need to be more like Jesus, not like Fred or Joe. They're not the one who ultimately provides for you and loves you. I just, I just feel like some people need to understand that ha not having a father is not the thing that defines you, right? Having your heavenly father, having God in your life, having Jesus in your heart is what really does it for you. Is that that's what that love is for you? Okay, and I'm just going to read this last verse to you. It's 1 John um, 4, um, 15 through 16. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how we love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love dries out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. All right. Can I have people, my altar workers, come up? So I want anyone who really needs to receive this love today to come down. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of receiving God's love today. Accept it into your heart. And if you need help accepting that, we have capable people up here who can help you do that. Help you talk, right? Well, I've never prayed before. Well, here's your chance. Pray today. Intercede. Get that love for you today. So I'm going to, if you want to come up for prayer, you can do that. I'm just going to pray for dismissal for everyone else. So let's just close our eyes. Thank you, Lord, for your love that is unconditional, that is unchangeable, that pierces every part of our soul, Lord. I pray that the people out here today receive that love, that they receive it knowing that they may not have earned it, Lord, that their societal view of love is not what they pass down to their children or their families, but that they grow, they grow in your love, and they accept and receive this love, and let that love transform their life. Let it transform their families. Let it transform this city, Lord. Let that love transform and be the thing.
thing that we live in, Lord. We live in love. We do not live in violence. We do not live in drugs. We do not live in the things that we do. We are not what we do. We are in we are what you are in us, Lord. We will further your plan and let all these teenagers, these young people who will be our future, be the future in you, Lord. I see so many out here today and let them go out in your name. Go out in their city. Go out in their community and share that love that pours down into their heart, Lord. Let it just pour out of them that they can't contain it, Lord. Let them have this love and let you have your way with them. In your name we pray. And everyone said, Amen.